and welcome to Ground Control Parenting, a blog and now a podcast created for parents raising black and brown children. I'm the creator and your host, Carol Sutton Lewis. In this podcast series, I talk with some really interesting people about the job and the joy of parenting. Here we are in the final days of 2020, and this is the GCP 2020 recap. We'll look back over some of the great conversations and important lessons from our 2020 episodes. I'm so glad you've joined us. I'm going to start this recap of the Ground Control Parenting podcast journey with a bit of my own backstory. I've raised three children along with my husband, I have to give him credit, and as our children's ages now range from 21 to 28, I've gone through a lot of toddlerhood, schooling, teenage years, and young adulthood. I'm a lawyer, but I've spent much of my children's lives focusing on parenting and education through parenting groups, board service on educational institutions, a lot of independent research, and so many heart-to-hearts with fellow parents. I've shared resources with parents through my Ground Control Parenting blog, taught parenting courses at Hunter College in New York City, and talked about parenting issues in front of groups large and small. The teaching and giving parenting talks are what led me to the podcasts. I really enjoy talking with people about parenting questions and philosophies and sharing what I've learned in conversation. I really believe that parenting is a skill set that can be improved upon at any age or stage, and that sharing tips and advice about the skill sets of parenting is key to improving them. So, I asked some friends to join me in conversation and launched this podcast in June, mid-COVID. And now we're midway through season two. Why is it called ground control parenting? Well, we're not trying to be helicopter parents hovering from above, but we do need to be on that tarmac, that ground control crew, making sure our black and brown kids have what they need for takeoff. We've heard a lot of great stories and helpful advice from guests this year. Several themes have emerged, similar lessons learned from a variety of guests. Here are the most interesting parenting lessons that we've learned thus far. Number one, how we were parented can really impact our parenting. I start many conversations with my guests with a bit of advice. Parent the child you have, not the child you were or the one you wished for. And then we go on to talk about the children they were, how they were parented, and how that impacts their parenting. My strong interest in parenting skills was rooted in the way I was parented. I grew up happily with my loving parents and my older brother Paul at home and my much older half-brother Oliver who lived in another state. My father was a judge and later became a businessman. My mom was a school teacher and reading specialist. My parents made clear from when we were little that education was key to our success. That worked for me. I loved to read and did well in school. It decidedly did not work for Paul. He was a smart, quirky kid who was a reluctant student who disliked school and dance to the beat of his own drum. Long story short, even from a young age, I knew that while my parents loved Paul dearly, they were clearly frustrated with his choices about many things, including school, and their parenting methods were not working so well with him. No surprise that at times this was pretty tough for Paul and for them as well. Looking back, I see that this young black man with a great sense of humor and an artistic spirit wasn't really given the chance to develop all the tools in childhood to enable him to reach his full potential as he got older. Fast forward to when I started my own family. We had a girl first, and then a boy, and then another boy. I needed some help in order to be a good and confident boy mom. I knew what didn't work, but I wasn't sure what would. More importantly, 
I knew that loving your children and having the very best intentions while raising them didn't always equal great parenting instincts, and that parenting skills needed to be discussed, developed, and nurtured over time. And so began my quest to figure out best parenting practices and to share that info with friends who didn't have the time or the fervor that I did. As it turns out, this concept of improving upon how you were parented came up in many conversations this year. In season one, writer Suzanne Kay noted that her mother, actress Diane Carroll, never had conversations with her about race. And consequently, as a young biracial woman, Suzanne didn't feel fully prepared to face the outside world. She explained. I think my mom was of the school, which, you know, Carol, you and I have talked about this. Maybe this is generational where you just don't talk about it. You're going to arm your child by giving her education, exposure to the world. You're going to model for your child the sense that you can walk into any room and own the room. And Lord knows my mother did model that well. (laughs) And she believed that that would give me enough. That would arm me. Um, plus she was really, really busy. So it's yeah. both. I'm not going to take her completely off the hook. I think that was her, her idea of what was best, but also she just was overwhelmed as a mother. And so, she, so, but it didn't work. It just didn't work. It doesn't work in my opinion. And I think we know that better in this generation. Suzanne worked hard to make sure her children who are also biracial knew their African-American history. She said, I was determined this was not going to <laughs> pass along to another generation that she didn't, they don't know who they are. So they know who they are now. Former Massachusetts governor Deval Patrick's father left the family when Deval was very young and that sense of being abandoned haunted his youth. He was determined to make sure his daughters never felt that way. In season one, he explained, I felt I had to demonstrate that I could be a reliable show up dad um, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I had, had that. And, I, you know, I, I was very demonstrative in my uh, uh, in, in my love of my kids because I didn't want them to doubt that about me the way I did about my own uh, my own dad, who was, mm-hmm. you know, not just aloof, but absent. Right. Uh, so uh, I think I overcompensated in some of those ways, <laughs> some of those ways that just caused them even now to just roll their eyes. As my very first guest, Tanya Lewis Lee, so eloquently put it. We are on a parenting continuum. We try to build on the good our parents did and do better in some instances, and then say to our children, the things we didn't do so well, it'll be your turn when you have your children to do better. This is how the generations get better. As you think about your parenting skills, think about how you were parented. Can you identify your parents' strengths and weaknesses? How have they impacted the way you think about parenting? We ask these questions not to sit in judgment, but just to make sure we're doing better on the parenting continuum if possible, and to better understand how we approach parenting issues and solutions. Lesson number two, we need to tell our children our stories. I cannot say this enough. Share stories of the child you were with your children. Talk about your family, what life was like for you growing up, the activities, sights, and sounds of your childhood. More broadly, make sure they learn your family's history and Black American history. Supplement what they learn at school. Read books together about local and national Black Americans and our history in this country. Encourage your children to talk with older relatives about their lives and their memories of significant Black American historical moments. Not only will their memories help make this history come to life, these conversations will help our children understand and relate to our rich history. 
and build their confidence to face challenges as those who came before them did. In Season 1, writer Susan Fales-Hill delighted us with stories from her Haitian-American mother and her white father's childhoods, and Susan made sure her daughter understood and appreciated the importance of the history from both sides of the family. She explained a source of her conviction. That's the other thing I should say. My father had all of these, his heroes, on the walls of his study, and they were, you know, Toussaint Louverture, and there were all these Haitian uh, founders of the, the the Haitian Republican leaders of the revolution, and those were his heroes. So mm. not, you know, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. So that's very empowering as a child of color to walk into your father's study every day and see the figures staring down at him that he regards as his founding fathers are these black men of dignity and stature and courage. In season two, actress Lynn Whitfield was able to hear and share her 88-year-old mother's stories with her daughter Grace as the three of them quarantined together. She noted, Oh my God, it was so much fun because my mother is, you know, a Southern Belle for sure. A black Southern Belle. And Grace is this, you know, rather bohemian music person. And and, and, and I'm, you know, still being a, a professional person and trying to get it all done. But it was so funny. My mother. See, I just know her as my mom. And, you know, still, you know, sometimes slightly annoying and very mm-hmm. stubborn. Grace who also is is a wonderful uh, documentarian, you know, mm-hmm. could really appreciate all of who my mother was. So I came to know more of my mother through Grace. In this next story, a bonus which was not included in the originally released episode, Lynn relishes discovering new stories from her mom. And we had so many laughs. Right before she left was her birthday. And so Grace created Turn the Living Room into Valeria's Juke Joint. I put this sign up and she put hot pink lights and blue lights because, you know, there's a little set designer in both of us. (laughs) So we had the juke joint and that really, and my mother told stories that I had never heard before, ever. We had two people over, you know, socially distancing and for her birthday. And she started talking about all these things about why she wasn't the queen of the original Illinois and the cotillion and what and choices that she made. And maybe she should have chosen this man who was so in love with her. And I just was seeing all these other parts of my mom that I had never seen. I mean, we really, Grace filmed pretty much everything, but like a real camera, the two guests we had were captivated. It was almost like we travel back in time. Also in season two, producer and activist Keisha Sutton James detailed how she talks with her daughters about their family history in order to help them better understand the strengths of our people and their legacy. You know, I told them they didn't let us, people who look like us, you know, eat in certain restaurants. They made us sit in separate sections and all this stuff. And that because of the work of people like their great-grandfather, 
um, that has changed. You no, know, we're not all the way there, but that has changed. And now we all go to school together and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, and I, but I did talk about the fact that it has taken the work of people like our ancestors. And even if they weren't leaders, there are people who, you know, are soldiers in the movement, most African-Americans um, who've been in the country for, you know, more than a few generations have a story or have some connection to that progress. Mm -hmm. um, and I talked to them about what our family's role was in that progress. Take the time to share your family stories. Go through pictures together. Put stories of your family into the bigger picture of what was going on in the community, in the nation. It's free, it can be fun, and you're giving your children strength and confidence to face their futures. And last but not least, our third theme, education matters. Many guests have talked about the importance of education in their lives. Education took Governor Deval Patrick from a poor neighborhood on the south side of Chicago to the Massachusetts State House in Boston and beyond. It led Khan Academy founder Saul Khan from a Jefferson Paris, Louisiana public school to MIT to Wall Street and then to create a digital platform that is helping millions of children realize their educational dreams. The parents of actresses Latanya Richardson Jackson and Pauletta Washington clearly expected that their daughters would attend college. As Pauletta explained in season two, it was important because they felt knowledge was power that in order to gain power, I had to be educated. So they expected us to, first of all, go to school and finish school, but not only finish school, but excel in school. Pauletta and Latanya not only finished college, they both went on to receive graduate degrees. They have five children between them and all five are college graduates. Encouraging our children to be inspired and motivated to learn, whether they are eager students or still looking for their learning groove, is one of the values we focus on in this podcast. It's also a big part of the GCP blog, which you can find at www.groundcontrolparenting.com. I hope you'll take some time to look at the extensive archives online and, as you listen to our podcast library, be inspired by hearing about the pivotal role education has played in some of our guests' lives. We'll continue to include education as a focus in Season 2 and beyond. One of our early 2021 episodes will be a conversation with the College Board President, David Coleman, about the future of standardized testing. We'll also be talking with Franklin Sermons, director of the Perez Art Museum in Miami, about arts education. So stay tuned. These are just a few of the many parenting themes we explored in 2020 with an assortment of interesting and inspiring guests. I hope you've enjoyed these podcasts and that they've helped you reflect a bit on how you are parented and how this impacts your parenting. Most of all, I hope they encourage you to have parenting conversations with your friends and families. There is so much to talk about and so much to learn. We'll be back in the second week of January with more episodes. In the meantime, I hope you'll take some time to dive into any episodes you've missed. As I wrap up this recap, I really want to thank you so much for joining us on this journey. We are happy and grateful to have you as a member of the Ground Control Parenting Community. I have been thrilled to read your positive reviews and to get notes about how much you're enjoying these podcasts. Please continue to rate and review them as it helps build our audience, which is one of our 2021 goals. And as always, I want to hear from you on Instagram and Facebook at Ground Control Parenting and on LinkedIn 
under Carol Sutton Lewis. Most importantly, we resolve in 2021 to bring you more really interesting conversations about the joy and the real work of parenting black and brown children. Can't wait to have you join us. Until then, Happy New Year. May we have only good surprises in 2021. Take care and thanks for listening. Thank you.